to you, EVO. Thanks, Tony. Chief Communications Officer with JCN, uh, Job Creators Network, is Elaine Parker. We are now going to talk about the reaction to the inflation report released by the Biden administration. Hi, Elaine. Hi, Fawn. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, Their inflation report, I don't know why they're proud of it. First of all, can you help me understand that? (laughs) Yeah, I think what is uh, a little bit of a head-scratcher there. Um, because they they did release another inflation report, and what it shows is that inflation is is still unacceptably high. Um, It's about 75% higher than the Fed's target rate, and it really shows that this fight against inflation is far from over. It also shows something else that's interesting. It shows that personal income and spending growth declined markedly last month, suggesting that consumers are either pulling back or maybe possibly reaching the limit of their credit cards. Mm-hmm. And so while the while the Biden administration continues to come out and brag that the rate of growth of inflation is slowing down, what what they what they neglect to talk about is is what they're ignoring, and that's that prices are still very inflated, as much as twenty percent on some items, as much as fifty percent on gas. And so Americans continue to get poorer and poorer as a result of the failed Bidenomics policies. And it's true, because, you know, they keep all of the alphabet soup, including us as an ABC affiliate at the top of the hour, they continue to talk about gas prices are 16% less than they were last year. They're this or they're that. You know what? Not Gas isn't the only thing I buy. So when I go to the store and I walk out with three bags and a bag of dog food and it's $200, that's a problem. Yeah, I, I don't have to remind your audience that when um, the Biden administration came into office, gas prices were average. The average price nationally was two thirty nine a gallon. Mm-hmm. So when they go fill up today, just go and compare that. Um, it's not worth comparing things to twelve months ago because, like I said, it's it's the rate of increase that has slowed down. But prices are still very inflated, and that's why consumers are hurting. That's why everyday ordinary Americans are hurting. And then you add in what the Fed has had to do to aggressively combat the inflation, to try to slow down the rate of inflation, and that is all this aggressive increase on interest rates, which has raised the cost of buying a home, buying new cars, uh, buying used cars, um, and made it hard for small businesses to get capital to keep their businesses going. Um, many businesses um, leverage capital uh, just to make payroll uh, mm-hmm. during the week and expand their businesses. So there is a huge domino effect to these very high interest rates. And I'll tell you, I was actually um, looking at cars this weekend just to see what was out there. And what the dealer told me was that even people with top-line, really great credit are getting stocked with interest rates as high as 8%. That's really good credit. Um, there's a small percentage of Americans that fall into that excellent category. You know, other people, if they're falling into that midline category, they're paying even more. So you're looking at double digits on a brand new car. That, that just kills the car market on top of that. Mm-hmm. So the Biden administration continues to ignore their role with their reckless spending. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to find a good used car. It's, it's almost impossible because people are hanging on to them. Absolutely, because you, you can't afford, just like they're holding on to their homes. They don't want to come out of their very low mortgage rates uh, to buy a new home and move into another home because they'd have to take a mortgage that's, you know, double or triple their current interest rate. 
um, and people just aren't going to do that. So you've got people holding onto their cars, holding onto their homes, and that's slowing down the, the you know, obviously people moving and, and slowing down the economy as well. Um, these interest rates have a very, very uh, negative effect on um, our economy and on small businesses and on everyday in- individuals as well. And, and they don't seem to understand it, which confuses me. I really, I, I can't get it. But the inflation rate has got to slow down pretty soon or we're all going to be in trouble. I know for me, I wanted to buy a home after I sold mine about in last July. And that's when everything went to hell in a handbasket. And now I can't afford to buy one until the until the index comes down, and I don't know when that's going to happen. So, well, it's not going to happen until we start to see um, the the price of things come down, and mm-hmm. that's not going to happen unless the Biden administration starts to turn its policies or around. And I don't office. see any any glimpse of that. Um, the reality is, this all started as a result of the Biden administration's war on our domestic energy, and it started day mm-hmm. one when they canceled that XL uh, Keystone pipeline. Bingo. And every single yes, and that has been the root of all of of the evil here that has hurt everyday ordinary Americans. When the cost of energy is unaffordable and continues rising, it makes everything else increase. Yeah, somebody take away the puppet's pen. That's what I'm asking for for Christmas. Take the puppet's pen away so it can stop screwing up everybody's world without even including Congress. Just wiping out 11,000 jobs and making the... Oh, don't get me started. All right. But anyway, I mean, we're we're looking at this. We're looking at the Ukraine. We're looking at Israel. I say, yes, I, I, I feel horrible for both. Right now, I'm all in on Israel. I don't want the Ukraine to lose either. But we cannot continue to just keep sending money. We just can't. Not at the rate we have been. Because... I don't know about the rest of the people, but I'm not rich and I cannot afford for the prices to go any higher on anything. And my experience has been, Elaine, that the interest rates may fluctuate, but once a price goes up, generally it doesn't really come down. Yeah, that, that's the hard part, and that's what's making, uh, especially this holiday season, very difficult Horrible. Um, for Americans. And we're starting to see cracks in the labor market as well. Um, we've got the November... Um, jobs report coming out this Friday, but when you look at the October jobs report um, for for October, it reveals that only 150,000 jobs were created, which is well below the expectations. August and September job creation was revised down by 100,000 jobs. And while the Biden administration again uses these numbers to, to brag, the unemployment rate is is definitely um, you know low, but it rose to 3.9 percent. And the reason why is because there are now about a million people more unemployed um, than in April of this year. So the the people sitting on the sidelines unemployed has grown by a million people, and the job creation continues to disproportionately occur, guess where, in unproductive government jobs. Right. Well, and you know what? I've got a couple of teenage grandsons. Um, One is working at Burger King, doing a good job. He's doing fine. The other one is being all bougie and doesn't want to work anywhere that isn't perfect for him. So we have a lot of people who are just waiting for that perfect job to fall in their laps. And meanwhile, they're comfortably numb on the system. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I really think that the policies uh, of this administration and particularly coming out of COVID just actually actually kill the American work ethic. Um, You know, the, the, the policies 
early in this administration actually paid people to stay home. They made more money to stay home than to come back to work. So dumb. Uh, and that really slowed things down. We were we were actually on track for one of the fastest recoveries at the end of the Trump administration going into Biden um, as the economy was starting to open up. We were on track for one of the fastest recoveries because foundationally the policies were right mm-hmm. and we just had to get the economy open. We were we were um, we were energy independent. Inflation was low. Job creation was good. We just had to get people back in the jobs um, and get them back to work. And and uh, the Biden administration came in, like I said, day one, just started can- uh, the war on, on domestic energy and has continued with anti-energy policies ever since. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not going to stop either if Democrats stay in office. And that's why I said I don't care if he's on the D block. I want Trump as my president right now because he is the only one who knows how to deal with all of these things that are happening like a business and turn them around the way that they need to be. And a lot more people are starting to figure out that that's what needs to happen. So no matter what your civil liberties ideas are about Trump, he's not those things. He says mean stuff. Guess what? So do I. So does everybody I know occasionally. He tends to be a little bit more in your face, but the dude knows how to run the country. And right now, you can't argue that one side is more moral or immoral or this or that than the other side because everybody in Washington is in a toilet, and that's pretty much the way it's always been. So trying to act like we've got this perfect moral priest-like guy out there who's going to run this country like a business ain't going to happen. We need a businessman, and I know who it is. <laughs> well, I think most Americans would be very happy with a course change um, and on a, anybody but the current current administration that's in office. Right. Um, we and need a pit bull. Good. We need a pit yeah. bull in the presidency, exactly. not a puppet. Exactly. Yeah, we need a course change to help everyday ordinary Americans, and this administration, unfortunately, is ignoring small business and ignoring the pain that um, that Americans are feeling right now. Yeah, and why are they ignoring it? Are they just so rich and so well-to-do that they just are not in tune with what's going on here in reality, or do they just not care? You know, uh, that is actually hard to get inside their head, other than they, they it's truly an ideological issue on, you know, they really believe that you can just, um, keep printing money and keep spending and that there'll be no negative consequences to it. So and we have seen this book before. We've seen it in other countries. Venezuela is a great example of that. Um, and don't think that we can't be there. Uh, we can. We have to get spending under control. And it's not just about cutting the rate of increase in spending, which is really all the federal government ever talks about. Mm-hmm. It is really about cutting spending. Period. Yeah, they they always say that when they look at a new bill, as long as they're not increasing spending, they're saving money. I'm like, you're not saving squat if you're not cutting something. Drives me crazy. But we have a choice to make, and I think it's going to be a loud one in 2024. I think there's going to be no big surprise other than on one side, and hopefully it's the side that knows how to run the country like a business because that's what we are. That's what an economy is. People need to get off their butts and work, and the people who have businesses need the ability to just succeed and make a life for themselves. How do people learn more about the JCN? They can go to jobcreatorsnetwork.com, and they can sign up for our newsletter, and if they're interested in supporting the organization, they can do that too. Yeah, please do it because they put out, 
common sense stuff. They, you know, who cares about mean tweets or X's or whatever the case may be? I want somebody who's going to make the numbers that the JCN puts out, make America look a little better than what we're doing right. We can do better. We've done it. We can do it again. Elaine Parker is the chief communications officer at JCN. Um, their reaction to the inflation report is um, that's not okay with us, pretty much. Elaine, thank you. Thanks, Sean. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.